Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Greg, it's a good day in hell, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, boy. That one felt like the shortest one yet. Even though it's the exact same runtime. Yeah, just it flew. These episodes fly. They do. They Mostly because by. the show is sick. I'm not shooting this part later. I'm shooting this in the immediate moment. Because, hey, guys, thanks for everyone who bought a bunch of shirts from RejectNationShop.com in the year 2023. It continues to do so in 2024. Roxy Show wearing this tee. And I was like, yes, I was also wearing this tee. And I said, I could change into one of the many that we own. But I think it'd be funny if we both wore the same T-shirt. And the joke was hilarious. hilarious. People could not stop laughing. <laughs> Guys, there are so many shirts that we have, and each one you get is a wonderful contribution to the Chanel. I'm grateful that everyone has bought it. If you already bought one, thank you. Buy yourself another. If you haven't bought one, what are you doing? I don't care if your bank account's in the negatives. Go more negative. It'd be for a good cause. It's an investment in your comfort. <laughs> What's more important than that? That's why I'm in debt to Sony Massage Parlors. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much. And um, hey, you know what? If I do a crop in, <laughs> I'm just going to continue. <laughs> I was going to say to further review, kicking off. <laughs> what was the first thing I said? Uh, in episode. Here it is. That was a surprise. I was real surprised. I thought he'd be the most like intimidating, imposing one. But he's a sensitive angel, sensitive fallen angel. And I like the approach to him because... Uh, you know, usually Lucifer's portrayed as like the bad boy, right? And they really leaned into he was an angel who didn't like the way heaven was being run, and they've been building up heaven. At, you have, have you seen the show Supernatural? Parts of it. Oh wow, you're not a TV girl. The CW show with the there's two like, brothers. There's right? like 45 yeah. seasons. You haven't seen any of it. Parts of it. Okay, well I'm on season 13 right now. Oh my god, no way! And they're I don't want to. It's really good. It's the one that I sit with the two brothers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jensen Ackles and yeah, uh, Jared yeah. Padalecki. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the there's an element that comes in pretty early on and stays throughout the show about heaven, and they they do have a simil- a thing there where they portray heaven as like angels aren't so good, you know, they, you can't really trust these guys, and they have a, a some strict rules and shit. And it was the first time I saw something that was really showing, oh, yeah, heaven's always portrayed as, like, this beautiful, pleasant fill, but, man, they must be heavy enforcers. And what I liked with the Lucifer portrayal was he seemed like a guy who who didn't like the way 
perhaps the draconian ways go down in heaven and was trying to find and was trying to lean into the free will aspect and help out uh with like the people on earth and stuff but then this came to be like the way he the way he lamented about uh to charlie were like look we gave these people free will and now look what they turn into and he, like, he had good intentions he wasn't just a troublemaker and i i find that to be really surprising and it makes sense because i always thought charlie was just ah you're the odd duck you know, in the family, you just happen to be, turn out to be this, like, great, caring woman. But your dad's the evil of all evils, and apparently not. Well, the way that they depicted him in the pilot, though, we knew he wasn't going to be the evil of all evils, I felt. I felt, you know... He's it's actually the first episode, not the pilot. No, in the pilot. The first episode when they do the backstory. Oh, no, I Lucifer. thought it was in the pilot when we hear when we hear about the fact that he was the fallen angel and they first mentioned that she was the daughter of Lucifer and Lilith and we hear a little bit about it. It was episode one, Roxy. I don't want to embarrass you. There was no mention of Lucifer in the pilot? There was, but not that backstory. And I don't want to put you to shame. What did they say in the pilot? They just mentioned that she's the daughter of Lucifer. I'm not talking about that visual imagery from the first episode. Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was in the... I'm pretty sure because that's how... Whatever. Anyway, uh, I don't... I I just want you to feel comfortable when you're here to express yourself. Why are you... What's going on <laughs> right now? What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know what I was going to say now. <laughs> I don't feel shamed. I feel uh, empty-headed. Right now. <laughs> Confused. <laughs> no, Confused you, were say, you were saying that in the pilot, first episode, one of them, that Lucifer was portrayed... I never thought he was going to be evil or a bad guy because that's not who Lucifer is. Um, but I did, I didn't think he was going to be so bumbling. Like in this, he is, he seems like out of it, weirdo. I, you kept saying how similar they were. I spit on you. You kept saying how similar they were. I didn't see them to be similar really uh, at first because the state that we find him in seems like a like spacey. You call him a deadbeat, like just out of it doesn't really care about anything just like in a in a depressed hole and it kind of made me think when did that turn take because then we just heard this backstory from him and he also tried this and at what and we see him carrying her when she's a kid but now we know they're kind of estranged she talked to him five months ago at what point then was he like f this i'm out i can't keep trying i have no idea when that point would be i think what i was saying deadbeat it was more that he feels like he was a failure and I, I feel like the episode really demonstrated that throughout. That And then when you get to that song, when he's saying, I tried, I, I, there's this impression that you get that, like, I want to unpack, like, what the lore and the really the, the lineages of how hell turned into what it is now for Lucifer to end up here. Because people are still, you know, he's still revered. The, the legend, the mm -hmm. myth of Lucifer is still talked about. No one just sees him and goes, oh, what a joke, you know? You can yeah, that like, was a smart device when Mitzi's like, is that Lucifer? Because we know, like, the, even strangers are like, oh, my God, I'm in the room with Nick's company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fun way to do it. What I am wanting uh, from, there's, there's a lot of other good things that happened in this episode. The one thing that I did, that did dawn on me here, uh, when it comes to Charlie's motivation to help these people, she keeps calling them uh, my people, and... I haven't, unless I'm completely missing something, I haven't really gotten a sense of any part of the community that feels like it's worth fighting. Like when she says my people, 
I, I, I'm like, why do you care about these people so much? Like, I'm, you know, I never see her connect with anyone outside of who's at this hotel immediately. Never see her with a sense of community. Never get any of that to want to be like, yeah, you should go help but your she feels, people. <laughs> she feels a kinship to them because she is the princess of hell. And we see it from the beginning when she goes and she is on that talk show. And she announces the Hasbin Hotel. And while people aren't treating her well, she still knows that it's her job to try and help them live the best lives. And also, she I think she feels like they've been given a bad hand. They're getting executed. And she's seen, we, when we do see her with her girlfriend or with Alistair, who has such a bad rep, but she's taken him in, or with um, Angel Dust. Like, there's so much good in the in between moments and mm-hmm. i think she's seeing that but you're right we haven't seen her like there's been no like parade through the masses and i would like to see her with more people to kind of see how they treat her we did see early on her go through the streets remember yeah but there was no we that first song yeah we didn't see the dynamic of the people to her like i don't know how everybody feels about her yeah no one likes her <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it'd be nice to see like is that just that part of hell, or like are there outskirts of hell that are rooting for her? You know. Yeah, that's the one one part I'm craving. I'm not saying like it's not within the world. It, it is something I just would like to see. It's a, it's akin to when you watch like a superhero thing, and you go, "Well, I want to see like the superhero save some people, so that way I get a sense of like that's what really helps it feel heroic." And when it's specifically, I'm specifically talking about the lines of these are our people, my people. And I don't see that connection. That, that's the one part. But, I, but it doesn't really matter, honestly. Mm. Like, I'm kind of like getting hung up on something that's larger than Yeah, that's else. interesting. It's working for me because I feel like that's what she's, the entire point of the hotel is that she's looking for the people to come there. She wants them like to want to get help. But I do hear you. It was. It's also wild to go from. Thank you for acknowledging from, my feelings. <laughs> it's it. wild to go from episode four to episode five. That was, I mean, yeah. just totally just such a different shift. Is this season done at six? I think so. So this was the penultimate episode? Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. I need this to be a longer season. Right, right. That's why I'm, I'm thinking about some things that I'm wondering if we will get them. But as but with what we got here, at least we got, you know, the confirmation that Vaggie and uh, Charlie are... I know. <laughs> I was I like, know. man, they never make it clear in this episode. We're girl, we're dating. Aren't you in bed with me? We're girl, this is my girlfriend. This is my girlfriend. Like, well, I really laid it out for anyone who might have been a little lost. But imagine if we hadn't dropped our first few episodes and had seen all the comments of people being like, that's girl, their girlfriend, girlfriend. And then we just got this. We were like, what? Yeah, it's true. Well, um, and then the last couple things, Alistair. We're going to find out, hopefully find out next episode what his true motivation really is. I think he, I want to say he's my favorite character. He's definitely my favorite character. Just because I've never seen anything like this, where I do not trust him, but I love him. And I'm going to be so disappointed in him when he inevitably lets us down and we find out who his master really is or whose leash he's on. Well, he's always in such control and he just resists to go all out. Like he loves to toy with his food at all times. He could easily just probably snap his fingers and be done with people. But he he likes to let things just in. He has some ultimate plan. But yet someone else has power over him, which I think is a smart thing to do for your character. I don't know where it's going to lie, man. But it seems it's quite intriguing because Huss did talk about him being on a leash. But he was was having the whole thing with uh, Lucifer of... I, I did not pick up on all at all about him 
you know, viewing Charlie like his own daughter. I mean, that song came in. I couldn't tell if that's just some manipulation ploy to push yeah, Lisa Burr's like, emotions. hitting on her? I was like, whoa, At no. first, I thought he was hitting on her. I was like, I don't know what's happening right now. Because <laughs> it kind of came out of nowhere to me. The last thing I expect, I, that to me, I, I don't, I did not see that coming at all. And I feel like he was manipulating a situation. Otherwise, I think he would have been more upset or they would have shown him being upset after the father-daughter duet. Um, final song that we got. I it think. is possible. I just th- I think that so far he's had full free range over ruling Charlie in this hotel, and he knows that when her dad comes in, he's not the dad, and that Lucifer can really change things. Your instincts are better than mine. I thought Vaggie was just his fr- her friend, so you know, and maybe I'm <laughs> no, you might be right. Though, Lu- there might be some master plan here by Alistair to get her and Lucifer close, and by making. Lucifer jealous. Alistair thought, "Okay, Lucifer's going to then introduce her to the heavens." That's that's what I that's was thinking. It's definitely possible. Yeah, but you don't need to appease my weak man emotions. I know what you're doing. You're just trying to make me feel all right about how I feel when you know you're nope. right. It's no, okay. I think it is possible. It's okay, all right. Look, I don't need to be placated to you. I don't need to be. I don't need you to talk down to me Greg's like a little that. Sensitive. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. That's sensitive. <laughs> no, it's. I'm a big boy. It's lighter than sensitive. It's sensi. Sensi's cute. Oh, it's so sensy. <laughs> I can do 30 push-ups in a row. I know. I can see your veins. Let's go. Cheese. I drink energy drinks. I drink energy I drink G Fuel. Uh, I think you're crushing it, my dude. Has been hotel. That's what's up. Anyway, guys, we're done with this one. Anyway, my dudes. We're done with this one, and we'll see you for episode six, which is the finale of Has Been Hotel. If you're not there, then you're square, bro. <laughs> Rox has been workshopping this character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is what four years of Groundlings will get you. <laughs>